0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. We're a movie review podcast where every week we watch a movie that's chosen round robin by one of the Saturday Night Freak Show regulars and talked about ad nauseum for your listening pleasure and enjoyment. And if you stick around, we're going to answer some mail later in the show and do wrap ups after that. So hang with us. Who are these internet radio superstars? Sean.
1: Holly. Michaela.
0: And I'm Colin. And tonight we're watching a movie that was chosen by
2: Michaela. Michaela, doing this. You
3: guys are throwing it in. They're on places where I'm not used to it. So I'm, I'm like, yeah. Who, it's okay, who, Sean, who, I who, understand. Who's I get doing
1: it. it. I get it. Loud and clear, Sean. I understand. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: All right. So, what did we watch tonight?
1: Watch Wes Craven's Cursed from the year 2005.
0: All right. So this would have been after his run with the Scream series, yes. but
1: before My Soul to Take, <laughs> that movie everyone loves.
0: Oh, everyone loves <laughs> that movie's not as bad as everybody says it.
1: No, it's not it's, a great. It's movie. It's not great, <laughs> right?
3: But it's not horrible. It
1: worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw
3: all of it. I don't. You, I don't, you were probably hear for it. I saw. I went and saw a test screening for it when I lived in LA. Oh, I got picked to go see it, and when I saw it, they had, from what I remember, um, every every ending that they had. Like on the DVD it says alternate ending Mm -hmm. and what have you and everything. All of them were on the test screening version of this movie. It was the weirdest fucking thing. That sounds confusing. It was confusing (laughs) as hell. Like that movie was a mess when I saw it. And it's still kind of a mess now. But yeah. I, I, I think I watched it once since, but it's just yeah. Colin has yeah. A, uh, I think a favorable opinion of it. He's gone back and revisited it more than I have.
0: I really didn't like it. The first, this is my soul to take. We're yes. talking about. Mm-hmm. I really didn't like it uh, the first time I saw yeah. it. But yeah, upon a you know rewatch, I'm like this. You know, there's like. My Soul to Take shares a lot with Shocker mm. to me where they're like, those are like really personal Wes Craven movies. Like, you don't, I don't think of Wes Craven as a personal, you know, story right. filmmaker, right? Yeah. Right. He's more of like a craftsman who got his start in horror movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, or the guy born. like he got mm-hmm. yeah, or was born, born was mm-hmm. with Sean Cunningham. <laughs> that was the creator Friday the 13th. They were doing mm-hmm. like nudie movies back mm-hmm. in the Indeed. late 60s. But Wes Craven's like a weird cat because he came to uh, becoming a filmmaker. Like, he was an adult, right? I mean, his parents were strictly religious. I'm not sure what branch Mm -hmm. of uh, Christianity we had going on there. But uh, they didn't let him see movies, like television, nothing. So he didn't get exposed to films until he was, like, in college, Mm -hmm. you know, and then saw all these things and said, this is what I want to do, you know, make these movies. Yeah. Then he kind of fell into the horror genre. Well,
1: and even after he did Last House on the Left, and it was such a upsetting and traumatizing experience for most of the people involved that uh, after that, he was like, that's it, not doing horror anymore. And if you ever doubt that as a fan, your words mean nothing. A teenage boy fan met him in public one time and said, I really love, you know, you're a great horror director. You need to do more horror. And that's what inspired need, him to do.
3: You need to do something
2: badass. Yeah. I believe were his words.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's what inspired him to do, to return to horror. So if you ever meet someone at a convention you think your words don't matter, they do. There you go. That, so, that, that kid too. brought
0: Scream. Hmm? There was
1: a-, a Nightmare on Elm Street, even, because that was, you know, before that movie even existed. The only horror movie I'd done at this point was Last House on the Left, so
3: yeah. we
1: got the West Craven we know and love, because some teenage boy was like, yeah, keep doing that. Talk to your heroes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or don't,
3: because it's only disappointing. But talk to your hero.
1: Talk
4: to them, but filter yourself, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Don't express you
3: know, expectations low.
4: Yeah. Keep it cool. Yeah. Don't meet yeah, your no. heroes. Yeah, it's exactly. Not-
3: be disappointing.
0: Well, I think we, we had a, you know, I think we did Scream 2 on this podcast where we spoke we about Wes Craven. That was
3: shortly after he died, I think. I believe Wasn't so. I don't think He's it was shortly after. I th- it was definitely after he died. Didn't we do a Wes Craven movie after he died? <sighs> I remember talking about him. The we talked about, been? I remember talking about him, but I don't think it was. Uh,
4: Scream 2 was well after. I think. Yeah. It was well after,
3: but we did something where we just, was that the last, the latest one we did after he died?
0: I think, I think
3: so. Huh. Yeah. You tell oh. us, listener. Go back and listen
0: to <laughs> we, we should extensive have Extensive library of movies. Right. But, uh, like, he... I mean, he's significant for, I think, like, in the horror genre. Even though, you know, maybe his heart wasn't entirely into it. I mean, you know, he, he was good at doing it. But I don't know. Mm. And, you know, I mean, obviously, like, A Nightmare on Elm Street was something that he wrote and directed. He wrote and directed Last House of Hills Have Eyes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he had an aptitude for it. Um, but he... Is unique in the fact that I think he achieved mainstream success, you know, crazy good success in that genre three times mm-hmm. at least with Last House with Nightmare In on separate Street, decades, and yeah. with Scream. Yeah, so this is uh, the movie that we watched tonight, Cursed. Then this is in the post Scream, but before Scream Four when he went. Yeah, because you know, everybody mm-hmm. eventually goes back to the thing that you know they were most popular. For.
2: Right.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, and it was the dream reuniting of the creative team, right? Kevin Williamson, the writer of Scream And the creator
1: and- of Dawson's Creek as well. I can't
0: forget
4: that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, for really I'm right. Can't yeah, that. can't forget <laughs> him right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No,
1: but he is the writer of all four Scream movies. Mm-hmm. You know, the dream team, him and Wes Craven. So uh,
3: he's not really. I'm well, not, no, I mean, not the third one. No, I mean not the third one was mostly Aaron Krueger.
1: But, but he's still credited but, yeah, on it, right? He's still credited guy. on it. And
3: he's actually I think he's only credited as executive producer on Scream Three, he. I'm sure there was an outline. Yeah, and a story he yeah. gave, was a story. Buying? Yeah, because yeah. he gave yeah. Aaron Kruger ideas for it, but Aaron Kruger was the main writer on mm-hmm. that. He wrote Scream Four, uh, but that went through heavy rewrites, and that's when they brought in Aaron Krueger again. Really, but she only
1: got to get twenty percent for a credit, though, right? I think so. Yep. Yeah, but yep. he had.
3: Guild I rules. can tell mm-hmm. by that movie he yeah. had a bigger hand in that.
2: Woo, yeah. woo. Well, I
0: Williamson also <laughs> wrote. I know what you did last summer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, which one it. is it? It's Killing Mrs. Tingla, Teaching Mrs. Tingla. Teaching it was Mrs. Tingla. originally Killing Mrs. Yeah. Tingla. So he's, he's the king,
1: king of 90s teen horrors.
3: He also had a hand in, he executive Halloween, produced Halloween H2O. H2O. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And then he created famously, I guess twice, Dawson's Creek for the CW oh, yeah. and the Vampire oh,
3: yeah. Diaries, which is yeah. still going on. It's it's still no, going just, on. No, on. just he's ended. He's magic. Just, just ended.
1: Yeah. Did just
3: it? Had, yeah, just ended. Had the last episode a like, huh. couple huh. weeks ago.
2: How
1: would you how know? It, do you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> know for, uh, how was how it uh, on uh, my Twitter uh, feed? How was the finale? Did it? Did uh, it did do not, the series apparently justice? Tears.
3: Apparently there were tears. Uh, I didn't. I don't like. How uh, did it I'm not A big you? fan of uh, uh, romantic vampires. Sean's as a big as it Ian
4: Somerhalder fan. <laughs> uh, hey, he
3: was
2: good and lost. I like, like that. It it was right. Shocking!
3: Shocking when he
0: exited that show. Spoiler warning. But he died in a plane. Yeah, I know that's but yeah, that's why I remember clip. his character. It was like that was unexpected that they took him out. Was yeah. that the first season? That was the first season yeah. that he died. Yeah. He's, they they weren't doing that, that all the years. time back then, the no. killing off people out of TV shows. It's not
1: Game of Thrones rules back then. <laughs> <laughs> right. Really yeah, odds. Very yeah. True. Game right. of Thrones Walking Dead broke mm. the mold, man.
2: Mm hmm.
0: Yeah. So, what was the expectation of this movie? I guess, like, if you can get these two people who created mm-hmm. the Scream franchise back together, now they're going to take on Werewolf.
3: Scream with th- Werewolf.
1: Yeah. I think they're trying to reignite the, the, you know, the magic they captured with Scream yeah. in, in the early 2000s yeah. instead of the early 90s. This movie, doesn't this movie feel like you guys, it's like 10 years too late? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 10 years like, <laughs> too late. Like, like if it would have exactly. been in 1995, 96, fucking box office gold, yep. you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, 10
3: years too late. Uh, on even this the movie.
1: cast, like, like, I know, t- yes. like, like what, Dawson's Creek had wrapped up like okay, so this movie came out in two thousand five, but it was took two and a half years to make. So yes, it was it being did. filmed in two thousand three ish. Yes. So um Dawson's Creek had just finished? I 2003. think it was two thousand three um, that Dawson's Um Dawson Creek Dawson's Creek had just finished. Uh Arrested Development had just started. Portia DeRossi's in this, so that's
0: so um, Joshua Jackson. Joshua and, uh, Jackson had just uh, wrapped
1: Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a weird time for a lot of these actors to be in something like this. 2003,
2: Dawson's yeah. Creek right. wrapped up. Yay. Yay. knowledge.
0: Well, it is, I mean, like you're saying, it has that kind of a decade out of time flavor because, I mean, you know, they... <sighs> i guess what we're saying that uh, christina ricci's mm-hmm. character works for uh craig or not craig Kilborn. the other yeah yeah it's
2: craig Kilborn. it is craig Kilborn. yeah
0: who but, i don't think at the time this movie actually came right, was yeah, gone. he was Still, gone yeah. at that point i'm yeah. sure and the big uh like guest that they have you know that they're you know she's meeting with this guy's agent this guy's in the movie is scott bale He's and you're like
3: big a bigger portion of this movie than I thought yeah, he would He's in
0: like, oh, it whatever. a lot. How was he relevant in 2005? I don't know. He wasn't. He wasn't.
1: He wasn't. But that's why we're
0: asking did this have <laughs> yeah. something to do with the fact that the Fonz, Henry Winkler, was in the Scream movies so they were going to put somebody else else's happy days in... I guess so. For good yeah. luck, I yeah. need it. Yeah. I don't believe that that was why, but I mean, it's probably funny yeah. anyway that you know. Yeah, that, do you, you
3: think happened? they were
1: just copy and pasting West Craven things at this point? They were like, "You did <laughs> yeah, this before, that's what let's this movie
3: you feels know." Like, yeah, it's exactly. Like they're trying it feels to copy like and paste. Mm-hmm. I mean, he only, from what I read, he only took this because they like doubled his fee because mm-hmm. they like the wine scenes were basically in charge of wanting this movie done and and trying to wrangle West Craven and Kevin Williamson to make it again. And I mean, uh, I think West Craven was going to go into oh there was a movie he was going to make that they're like well double your fee if you do this and he's like mm, alright this is after Music of the Heart yep yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, dramatic movie <laughs> with, that, Meryl Streep. with Meryl yeah. Streep
4: yeah, yeah. Music of the yeah so it was for real he directed that 99
0: Violins oh, and Meryl yeah. Streep that was his I think like Wes Craven trying to get out of the horror I, that. Like, I Yeah, that
4: fucking movie Gloria Yeah. Stuff yeah. and NSYNC oh it. yeah, so, yes. yeah. god yep. damn right yeah. yes yeah. that's correct <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Wow. He went and did this for. He's, yeah. like, he's, he's like I did it for double my money, but it also took twice as long. For me so to he make really this didn't
1: movie. make any more money yeah, because so it just, took twice as long. Wait, why
3: are we saying that it took twice as long to make this? Because time. the, the
1: Weinstein's, Weinstein's. If there's ever an argument against studio notes in a movie, this this movie is Exhibit is A. It. The Weinstein's um,
3: are known to they want to they mess with things,
1: overstep their boundaries for yes, sure. Yes, they do. Um, there's not every there. movie
3: that they did,
0: right? As dimension films, which yeah. is Bob Weinstein, I think is the main yeah. head of yeah. that. Studio, but like everything that you hear that Dimension Films had, you know, released, went through some kind of weird, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. experience where it barely got released. It was, you know, completely chopped up or cut, and you know they did all these weird
3: things to them. I like them as a distribution arm, but they need to keep the like creative forces out, especially or at least horror movies. That's where I know the most experienced from. They need to like stay out of being like, nah, I don't like this. We need to do something different and all that. Like they need to this stay is out yeah, of it. It's like if your name is
0: Tarantino or Rodriguez, they left them alone. But Wes Craven, they
1: fuck At this, them. in two thousand five, they didn't trust Wes Craven to make a horror movie. Like, oh. the, like that's that just says it all right there. Yeah. You know, uh, this movie. So ninety percent of this movie was shot in two thousand three mm-hmm. with almost an entirely different cast Um, the people that were originally in this movie that were eventually cut include Ileana Douglas, Heather Langenkamp Scott Foley, Omar Epps, Robert Forrester, James Brolin, Corey Feldman, and Mandy Moore.
3: Let's Shut try and plug up. them into the roles. All these they people. Skeet Ulrich. And and Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. Uh, the Joshua Jackson part, I believe, is what he was supposed. Well, to be actually,
1: doing. the the original story is supposed to be um, Christina Ricci, Jesse Eisenberg, and Skeet Ulrich were all three strangers that that car accident in the beginning brings them all together, and mm-hmm. they all turn into werewolves. So, like Jesse Eisenberg and Christina Ricci were never originally supposed to be brother and sister. Right. Um, Skeet Ulrich was like. This character's written like shit, I don't want to do it. And he dropped out, then they just wrote his character entirely, made Christina Ricci and Jesse Eisenberg brother and sister, Mm -hmm. and that's the movie we have now.
4: So, back then, in 2005, Skeet Ulrich was still under the impression that he could turn down roles. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I mean, like,
1: do you think he was aware of his being typecast? Do you think, like, he was like, wait a second. He had a TV
0: show, wasn't he, like, uh, Jericho? Mm. Did he do
3: Jericho? I think he did. I think he did Jericho. Or where
0: he was like the priest that could like heal people or something? I think something? that was Jericho. Like, was that
3: Jericho? I think it was Jericho.
1: <laughs> Jericho. Fact check that.
0: <laughs> I
2: don't know. I'm pretty so, sure.
0: But uh, see, that's why I'm wondering. Was it he turned it down or it was because like, you know, because mm-hmm. the story that I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, was that it got something went wrong with the production so that they actually shut it down and went on hiatus for a bit. Mm-hmm. And when they were trying to come back, like a lot of the people, I think skeet over mm-hmm. uh, number one, like there was a scheduling conflict with whatever the hell he was doing. And so he could not do it again. And so I, they're like, well, fuck it. Then we'll just like rewrite this and reshoot.
1: I know that was the case with a lot of like Mandy Moore, especially that was the case with her. Is that like, she had sh- like, she was Maya's character. That was Mandy Moore and she had shot all of her scenes and then they were like, well, We need to come back and shoot more and she couldn't. But I know Ski Ulrich that might have been his reasoning for it, but he had said at one point in time he was not satisfied with the way his character was right. written. I think it's so. Somehow, it might be a combination of the thing. You I know. think it
3: somehow turned into at the end. It was very similar to the character he played in Scream. Yeah, and he didn't want to do that again. Mm. Right. It was Jericho, by the way. He,
1: he was tired of being nineties teen horror boyfriend. Yeah. yeah.
3: Didn't want to do <laughs> between it between The
1: Craft and, like, and, nah. the sc- and Scream. He was over it. Oh, so yeah. he
0: would have been the villain of the movie. Probably. But yeah. he probably
1: would have t- been like Holly was saying, Joshua Jackson's character. Yeah. I imagine. Do we I know so. if
0: they were going after the same kind of story arc where it's like there's, a, I mean, spoilers, uh, you know, if you haven't seen this movie, we're going to talk freely about it, obviously, but uh, the uh, idea that he's the werewolf magnet that you know, everybody kind of revolves around. They're in a car crash with him and he I, attacks him or he, they're attacked by a werewolf that was following him?
3: Or, think,
1: I'm not clear on that, but yeah, I, I think, think it that was
3: like an outside werewolf attack those three. Right. But maybe this- re- maybe revealed later that
1: it's that's, yeah.
3: it's him. How much of
0: the details of like what the movie was originally supposed to be? Not
1: much. Not much, and that makes me suspicious. The fact that they won't say what the original movie was like, like yeah. like anything you look up, it's the same one paragraph describing it over and over again. Yeah. But I they mean, don't
3: give any details about it. they give right. the, the troubles of what that they reshot it that these people were replaced, but mm-hmm. never what it was before it came up with this. And Aside, it was
1: a, right. It was originally supposed to be R rated yeah. as well. The R-rated, wine scenes were like no, 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 no. Much <laughs>
3: which i mean come on if you're going to make this movie
4: mm-hmm, with yeah. Wes Craven
3: and Kevin Williams and what they've done before and it's a werewolf movie make it
2: rated r well yeah r. and
4: mm-hmm. that's the thing like if they were trying to recreate that magic that scream brought yeah. it did not have that feel whatsoever yeah. scream had had that um, that darkness to it yeah. you know it was it was the teen the, the teen movie and it had its funny moments but this was all teen movie funny moments this was not it was no, barely a horror movie yeah Wait, this was it, not was, dark it was at at all.
3: funny well, I mean you know, did you I watch didn't. Jesse Eisenberg
4: you know yes. what I mean <laughs> he's hilarious yeah you know probably what I mean probably the yeah. best
3: part of this movie by the way <laughs> yeah. like he's the only one to me that fits the character he's supposed to be mm. he's goofy in that way mm-hmm. and I think he plays the character well in he this movie he plays
4: the Jesse Eisenberg
1: character really in does. every movie you've ever <laughs> yeah. seen does, him in but he does it well in this movie in addition to, you know, cycling through actors and their, in their you know, hiatus and the Weinsteins interfering where they shouldn't be, they went through three different versions of creating the werewolves. So they yeah. originally hired Rick Baker, who is like mm-hmm. horror royalty. You know, it doesn't get any better than Rick Baker. Well, he for yeah. done, I mean, when you
0: think werewolves, right? You think Rick Werewolf, Baker.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And
0: thank God he won the Oscar again oh, for God.
3: The Wolfman. Fucking... Yes. Yes, yes, okay. he did. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he did.
1: Uh, so they did Rick Baker and, and apparently, the, you know, there are a Few scenes where you can tell in this movie where they kept a little bit of the Rick Rick Baker footage in because it looks so much better than everything else. Wait, you're
0: saying that the. So the primary. Parking garage. But the primary werewolf that we're looking at in the movie is not the Rick no, Baker. No, Even though he's clearly credited at yep. the beginning of the movie. Right.
1: But most of his stuff was script. Well, and we it-
0: noticed at the end there was the credit for like additional werewolf effects yep. and blah, 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 created no. by uh, Greg Nicotero and be. Howard
1: can- Yeah, Yeah. So, yep. so uh, right, they hired Rick Baker. Um, He did basically the entire movie, all the important scenes. Weinstein saw the, the dailies and said, We don't like the way that looks. So they fired him. They hired K&B. They did all the practical effects. Weinstein saw the dailies and said, we don't like the way that looks. Fuck that. We're doing CGI. And as you guys could tell, the CGI was fucking terrible oh, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't
0: intended to originally be a cgi no, no. it was all
1: practical originally and yeah. that's why you get this awkward mix of practical and cgi in this movie and like the practical like the parking garage scene with maya looks way better than anything else needs until yeah. it starts running on top of the cars and cgi right. yeah. you know but like when you just see its feet and its eyes and its ears and the close-ups yeah. it looks really good and you're like oh shit we're in for something awesome and then it all goes to shit when it starts moving
3: yeah <laughs> looks good i've never uh i'm not a fan of werewolf movies. I think I've said that before on this podcast. I don't, I don't like them. I, they don't do anything for me. Whether you get full uh, full makeup um, practical stuff like in The Wolfman or you get CGI stuff, it just – werewolf movies never worked for me because oh, it, never, it never looks real to me. No matter what, it the, never looks real to me. The creature never looks real. It always looks, I can, it almost feels, uh, it always feels animatronic to me. Like, I can see that it's, it's something, it doesn't feel like it's, a um, a lifelike at all. I mean, we're talking about a werewolf here, but it doesn't feel like it's an animal, like it's a living, breathing thing. It always feels like, plus, I mean, with the way, this one especially, and I'm only gonna use this as an example, but just the way they shoot this one, it's all the close-ups of everything because you can't, You know, show the full thing for whatever reason. But every time they show it, it's it's all close-ups of the practical stuff, and then the wide stuff is always CGI. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I hate the one in this one, but I just don't. I I never they're never believable to me. It always feels like somebody in a costume or something that was puppeteered. Never, it's never scary to me. It's just don't like them.
1: I'm going to challenge that thought with some future freak show picks. I think. All right. I think we yeah, might we have some, it. I'm some upcoming ones that challenge your I'll, I'll be thought. Be curious yeah,
4: this has been a discussion at the freak show for quite some time. Colin uh, is an avid werewolf. Yeah, I love werewolf movies. I love werewolf. Me, movies. I love me too. I love I werewolf, I not werewolf not like movies. Them. Yeah. So they I, do nothing. I I'm all for
3: a werewolf movie doing something for me, like it on and surprise me and be like, yeah, all right, good. Nothing's done it so far. The Closest thing I mean, is American Werewolf in London.
1: To borrow from Colin, if I'm going to have a Noah's Ark of werewolf movie. This movie's not making it up, no? but you know, like, but you know, it's yeah, a, no. for you know, I don't like this because it's a werewolf movie. I like it because of the time period and the crazy people they got to sign on to this yeah. movie. That's, That's what a makes it fun, arc, by the way. Yeah. It's
2: like,
3: this is my arc of werewolf movies. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> would you
3: like to watch now?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, they're going
0: for the bipedal werewolf. with yes. the uh, what you it's call hard that? to do. When the, uh, the 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 joints of the legs bend backwards. Yeah. Which
3: is the be... or it's the arrival. The arrival. It's the arrival. Yeah, it's the
0: first time you see it, right when they first did that with the howling. <laughs> or whatever mm-hmm. it's like ooh, look at it you know but it's like you know i think that's well maybe that's a wrap right yeah um okay so you know we were talking earlier that is it like it's trying to be the uh or you know that it's retry- trying to capture like a feeling of scream mm-hmm. because scream had the idea that like we were going to bring back the Who Done It to the slasher film yes. where this is like okay we're going to bring the who done it to the werewolf movie yeah. which has been done you know several times before. Mm. You should see the beast must die. It's a great like B schlock fest with Peter Cushing, where the movie stops. Of course, it has Peter for Cushing for a werewolf break, where it says like, "and now you in the audience must choose which one of these characters." And the clock Ooh. counts down. Oh yeah, okay, that I like. That's cool. I like. That. I love getting yeah. it, Otherwise, it's a shitty movie. But they, <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's what they advertise. Oh, I, I like like see this
0: movie with the werewolf break.
3: Mm, choose your own werewolf.
0: Yeah, but that's what they're. So it's like. You know, I guess maybe I expected two things from this pairing of Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson. A, it's going to be the Scream of werewolf movies, meaning that, you know, like Scream is the postmodern dissection of slasher movies, that it was going to be the postmodern dissection of of werewolf werewolf movies and werewolf cliches. And, I mean, I guess I expected going into it, it was going to have some kind of, you know, the mystery of who is the werewolf. But it gets kind of taken to ridiculous proportions in this, right? Because there's like mm-hmm. four fucking werewolves and a werewolf dog running around yeah. at the end of this movie.
3: There is. Yeah. Also, it gets to a point at the end where um, I think they still expect you to be uh, there to be some mystery as to what's going on, but it's pretty much all explained to us. It's at pretty one transparent. Point. It's pretty yeah, transparent. It I'm is. just like, there's yeah. no, like, no, you're not done because. Joshua Jackson... You,
1: you know, just set up the rules and then ignored them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> or, the, I mean, they just blatantly said that Judy Greer got it from Joshua Jackson. They blatantly say this mm-hmm. at one point. So it's just like, no, if you kill her, then obviously you're not going to be fine.
1: Because you didn't get it from her. You didn't get it from her. It's just like it follows, you know? It's yeah. like you gotta you gotta kill the person you got it from, it's, yeah. you know? And... And But how far up does this tree of getting it from go? Because this is the major flaw with this movie. So you have to kill... <laughs> it's the, the one. Like, one of the major <laughs> flaws in like, this movie. So yeah. you have to kill the person you got it from, right? So Christina Ricci got it from Joshua Jackson. Uh-huh. But... But Jesse Eisenberg got it from Joshua Jackson as well when he yeah. killed yeah. Shannon
4: Elizabeth in the yeah. no,
0: beginning? No, that wasn't... No, they that both was got Judy it Judy Greer as a werewolf. That was
4: Judy Greer in the beginning. Shannon
0: Elizabeth because she...
4: Oh, because, because she was trying to fuck
1: Joshua Jackson. Okay, yes. so gotcha. The okay. She's uh, taking out
3: all the women who yeah. are around right. Joshua. Okay, Jackson. So, but, but okay. because she made them werewolves, you still have to kill the main one? It still doesn't make sense, even in that regard. It,
1: yeah, it's still like how far does this tree go? Be, like the first werewolf right. in that series, exactly. You know? But then, by that logic, doesn't doesn't well, Jesse Eisenberg have to die for Zipper to not be a werewolf? Anymore? Oh shit! Because <laughs> <laughs> Zipper, the dog, got it
4: from Jesse Eisenberg, not Joshua shit. Jackson. So doesn't so that doesn't right. make any goddamn sense. No. <laughs> I think I think it's because uh, Joshua Jackson is a pure blood; he was born with it.
3: Oh, that's true. We oh, did say yeah. that. He was born with it.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I might be reading way too okay. deep. And- See, this is why Holly's here. Yes, there <laughs> you go. Oh, no. oh, is why oh,
4: Holly's here.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Fill in the gaps, Holly. Holly please attention. <laughs>
4: You're damn right. I've seen a lot of supernatural. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: yeah. Yeah, you gotta yeah.
3: keep track of that shit. Yeah. yeah. Make, maybe
1: we should make an infographic of like all the like werewolf transmissions <laughs> right. so, to make sense of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, the oh, other we
3: thing I
0: guess you go to a werewolf movie. Okay, well maybe me. I go to werewolf movies mm. because the cool thing that you're going to see is the werewolf transformation. Yes. Yeah. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which in this movie, it's terrible. Where is it? Okay, yeah. so Judy Greer is the only right. one, and then but that's horrible. It's horrible.
1: Um it looks, um, it looks like a PlayStation One game, right? It was. <laughs> the, I remember
0: the first CGI werewolf thing I think that I saw was an American Werewolf in Paris, Ooh, which was yeah. like yeah, that's CGI werewolves because yeah. that was like we could do CGs, so now you can have the full beast like galloping around, which it turns out in hindsight's not a good idea the reason why i think like the older things work is because they didn't have something that you could shine a big bright light on and couldn't move around so they had to shoot it in you know shadow or just a little bit here or there and it just kind of at least american werewolf it makes an impression Mm. more than you're able to see Mm -hmm. the thing and it comes off as like this ferocious kind of beast Mm -hmm. but i mean like werewolf transformation effects i mean did they peak with like i mean like i mean when you guys look at You know, the 80s stuff of, you know, the rubber, you know, whatever, elastic hands stretching, Mm -hmm. bones cracking, you know, doing all that. Mm -hmm. Does that still have the same kind of, or does it have a better effect than all of the modern day stuff? Twilight. uh, You don't see any
1: transformation in most of them Well, they just
0: kind of.
3: But it's pop like into effort, their
1: was, yeah they pop was, into their shape yeah, yeah. but yeah. it feels
3: more real at least it's something that is it's uh, moving whether it's yeah i mean for stuff like that i think you can feel it plus also you know it's a real thing whether it was made to look like that but it's a real thing like you could somebody on set could touch that and transform mm-hmm. it and move it mm-hmm. and shapes shift but you it's want, something that's moving around you
4: want the teen wolf moment yeah <sighs>
3: I'm still searching for it maybe this is my mission to find the wolf so you don't like
4: the transformation in the wolfman I was impressed. A, oh, no, I no. I didn't say
3: that. that. I said I, I don't like werewolf movies. There are okay. elements of these movies that okay, I do no, appreciate yeah. and I do like. That is a, a very good transformation.
4: Well, that's an awesome
3: transformation. But, uh, Even though it looks
4: if, painful. It's still covered yeah, in. Well, yeah, painful. because yeah. Rick
3: Baker got hosed again. Right. right? He, he got, got hosed
4: again. Yeah. you know,
3: yeah. But he gets
0: covered yeah, in CGI. CG Poor and, well.
1: Rick Baker. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, but mm-hmm. there has to be something to that, though. That the, the studio executives, I mean, I know we're saying they have the same problem
3: I do. It doesn't look real.
0: Yeah. To them, they're like, that looks like foam latex, buddy. We're going to have to cover that with cg yeah but i think the cg that they used in uh the wolfman which was five years after this is more convincing wow. yes mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. years
1: after this yeah really, yeah and crazy. this movie wow. feels ancient right it like cursed Curse feels does. crazy dated like it's
0: so it's a time capsule of the year 2000 they
1: time stamped right? it oh the the worst way they could have timestamped this movie is guys what's our opening scene we see bowling for bowling soup for
3: soup playing. All right, let's a- stop the bad mouthing of bowling for soup right there.
1: Okay. When was the last time they put out a relevant song, Sean?
3: I no, oh, I'm not saying that. <laughs> like I'm
1: just saying 10 the years ones ago, they right? did put out yeah.
3: are really good. I'm just saying
1: there's no better way to timestamp than to pick a hot band of the time no, to huh? open your movie with. Like
3: Nineteen Eighty Five, good song. <laughs> I'm trying to think one. And that came one. out <laughs> there was the what was the <laughs> original one?
1: And that song probably came out in what, two thousand five, right? when this movie came out yeah, that, I
3: think but they were at the Wait, peak they were at yeah. peak.
4: which band did Stacy's mom that's that Fountains Sons of Wayne. Wayne okay which yeah. is
3: also a good album like that whole album <laughs> is really good but I'm here to but, defend. But they're so for- thoughts and the '90s. <laughs>
1: but they're so forgettable. You can mix them up with Bowling for Soup. So I know. You know. i like, I, I, you. Disagree. But, I disagree. But any, there's no better way <laughs> to timestamp a that. movie than you know that'd be like a movie in the '90s having Smash Mouth open. You know, in the, the opening oh, scene. You know, yeah. that's what it, that's what it feels like. It's you know, like, and here's our like Smash holy Mouth? shit, oh, Bowling for supuesto, Soup. Though, you know,
2: the
0: the soundtrack selections. It's like it just. Like the music, okay, there's a scene that takes place in uh, uh, a nightclub. Yes. Where Joshua D- Jackson has this au- uh, fairly awful. Shitty awesome, Planet Hollywood? Yeah, it's it a is, shitty Planet Hollywood. But, like, but I would go. There. Right,
1: you <laughs> but, would.
2: But the, okay, would but the but mannequins look
1: terrible. The mannequins look fucking awful. <laughs> like the props look so goddamn terrible in the But it yeah. still yeah. looks Club.
0: expensive for a nightclub. But then again, we don't live in LA. And I'm sure you people have this stuff all over the place.
4: Sean, you R- lived uh, in LA. Uh, mm-hmm. I did.
3: Ripley's, believe it or not, the wax music. Museums, I've been to them all.
4: And how does this compare? How does Tinsel compare?
3: I mean, it's basically Ripley's Believe It or Not, you know, wax figures and all that stuff. Which I've been to those, but I like those. Those
4: those places are fun. They're
3: fun, but again, I like those. I like that they're not like they're kind of a little shitty, but they're they're, it's cool stuff to look at. Like I like
2: seeing.
1: But it's weird because like it kind of seems like at the beginning of this movie, this is just like a horror themed one, but then later on, it's like it's all, there's like there's Cher Zena, and like yeah, yeah. And there's heaven sorbo yeah. That's yeah weird it's like yeah. Madame
0: Tussauds or something that'll yeah, yeah. And like, but what it starts
1: off as like just a horror thing they're like look yeah. the, the Cheney estate donated right. this cane which no they fucking didn't that's not from that movie but okay <laughs> <laughs> you know it's from and, a Stephen King movie from the 90s yeah. but you know and also
3: they, I mean obviously they, they put their little Wes Craven bits in there oh the all over the, the screen mask shows up
1: and that Iron Maiden that like he shows yeah. off that's from the 60s Adams Family the show that actually oh is like Very the real tur- one used on the show, but so. they had
0: like a missed opportunity there, didn't they? With the music, or oh, I guess I'm making a bigger complaint about the music at large. I mean, it it's just, not
3: memorable, so you know, I it's don't like, think your complaint it, you is you know,
0: invalid, uh, like wallpaper music or something. But they had an opportunity in the nightclub scene because I'm like, this could be like another Fright Night scene or something that they do. But they, you know, it was like the music was like thump, 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 thump yeah, in yeah, the yeah. background, yeah, it's not present enough. I no. don't know, you know, it's not catchy. Spent like, the
1: money on Scott Baio. <laughs> yeah, I guess
3: so.
1: <laughs> they paid and Scott Baio way too much. <laughs> little, yeah, a of yeah.
3: soul and little money on Marco Beltrami. And yes.
1: that Lance Bass cameo. <laughs> Of <laughs> him walking down the red smoking? carpet, and that was him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what?
1: Well, all of these people
0: were super popular in 2003, but this and was like the end it was expected.
3: This was just like the next day. Well, Nobody know, it's cared like, it's about any like of these tone people. tone deaf,
0: right? That's why the movie feels <gasps> yeah. 100 years old. It
1: does. It really does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: it's because it's like tone deaf, even for it's trying to be so hip to right now. Yeah. Except yeah. right now ended up being two coming out right. two years yeah. later. <laughs> Like uh
3: yeah. I think there was at that point there was like a big cultural shift, and I think that's mm-hmm. why this feels older than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Probably like we said, it's probably like right on the money for that exact time, but very soon after
4: that, things changed. This is you put it in perspective, when this was made, I was a senior in high school. When it came out, I was twenty. I didn't give <laughs> a shit. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. I did not true, give a shit. Right? Yeah, exactly. yeah,
3: That's a big <laughs> yep. change.
1: Yeah. You, you guys, you guys remember when it. we watched Leprechaun and Jennifer Aniston was like, This is the nineties and we're like don't say that yeah. like that yeah. time. That's, okay, that's this whole movie. This whole movie is saying this is that this is Didn't the two like thousands
3: and then the nineties or something like that. What was her joke that was like not funny and way off?
1: What in, in Leprechaun? Yeah. Oh, this so, is the nineties. Women can a, do whatever, or whatever. It was, is what yeah, it was. Some yeah, weird yeah. joke. Yeah, but it's like it's uh, instead of being one scene that's like this whole movie is like that you know yeah. this whole movie is constantly <laughs> stating what time period mm-hmm. is but in the
0: like, 90s you had to realize oh, sorry go ahead I was
1: gonna say uh, as Holly and I were trying to figure out what we were watching this movie Maya was famous for what yeah you know song. like she, I all
4: like came up with those Lady Marmalade she I mean, was
1: the fourth lady but yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> she was but I knew
1: Maya
3: like when she was big <laughs> at the time I can't like, remember I knew, what form yeah, I but, think, I'm but, like, but yeah,
4: yeah
1: yeah, I knew of her but I yeah. can't tell you what she's saying but other like we could name the other three ladies like without even thinking about it Pink, it's Lil' Kim Christine Pink and Christina Aguilera and, and then I guess, guess Maya and appearance by Missy Elliott yeah exactly so you know <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but we cannot remember what Maya was doing <laughs> no, no idea she, uh,
3: flip it and reverse it What's
4: that? yeah right. no, but,
3: but, <laughs> Missy Elliott or Mary Gimelina no
4: that was Missy Elliott, was Missy Elliott. Was Missy Elliott.
2: yep yep, yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: I mean, it's uh, no. I'm sorry. There was. Uh, now I lost my train of thought too, when I was trying to interrupt. That's this should terrible. have
3: been more 90s music centric. I
0: think. Yeah. Well, early, no, early as it was like a time capsule. Like it, even in the uh, technology, right? It's like mm-hmm. you got your Nokia phones, you got your oh yeah. uh, All over. IMAX from the you know. Whatever. yeah
1: Oh, the color. It's in the computer. Zoolander <laughs> yeah. IMAX. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you
0: have uh, what looks like 90s I'll internet. Uh, and, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Just the whole thing. right Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: All, okay. So back in like before the times of the internet like in movies when people need to look up something what was that like
3: Colin <laughs> it was a dark time.
1: <laughs> we had to go to
3: the, like, we to the library.
0: Yeah. It was
1: because we'd, we'd get great scenes of characters. miles, 15 <laughs> miles both ways. If you were out
0: somewhere and you wanted to know someone, you had to go to a payphone and call the library and ask them to look something up.
3: But, yeah. Now we have Google. Now we're calling the video store. It's like, do you have Wayne's World 2 in?
1: Eh? <laughs> but in like older movies, you would see your character go to the library, check out a book, flip through the book, and like have that like revelation by like, looking at a page like delivering the exact information they needed, mm-hmm. like it's so much less dramatic to see someone go to like Ask
3: Jeeves or Alta Vista and like <laughs> yeah. and
1: like scroll on Facebook or just like Animal yeah Google straight Like it just it doesn't have the same effect yeah, right. watching someone did, Google like, it.
3: That's the precipice they were on with this because they did both. Yeah, he does the internet search and he's also off getting books that he can look at yeah. diagrams and shit and then draw shit on his hand. Because that that he did time. not understand it until he drew it on his hand. It's like, oh, look, that looks exactly like this picture, but I have to draw because the pentagram.
4: Because that was this time. I, when I was in high school, it was like a rule. When we did papers, we had to do so many sources that were actual books. Yes, you mm-hmm. could not so just use internet sources. Internet. Like, you, yeah. need,
3: you can only use two sources for internet and at least three sources for yeah. books. Yes.
4: So it is completely it's right dated. there. It was written,
3: a movie made yeah. right on like a time shift,
2: yeah. and
4: then
3: it didn't release <laughs> until after the time shift, yeah. and that fucked everybody for yeah. this movie. Oh, that's
0: well, great. how much of the original footage uh, still exists in this? Do you know?
1: Um, I think it's around thirty percent, and yeah. the best way to check is watch the hair of the actors. You can <laughs> like
4: at the end when it, it looks a like a town.
1: wig. It's new footage. Michael
3: Rosenbaum?
0: Yeah. Oh, wig. Like his character was added or something like that? Is that what we're saying? No, 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 but
1: his hair. Did you notice how much longer Jesse Eisenberg and Christina's Ricci hair was at the last third of the movie? Because that was the you are trying to be like, shit, what did your wig look like two and and a half years ago?
3: They they were really off. Way off. They were way off. Mm, yeah,
2: that's, fine. that's fine
0: yeah but there wasn't uh, like a two year gap in the filming of it right they said like the filming they broke stopped for a for a while, while. They stopped for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Wes Craven was working on it for two and a half years mm-hmm. think, through the writing mm-hmm. rewrites yes. shooting right. editing but all that stuff.
1: I know like specifically with, uh, with Milo Ventimiglia which we have not mentioned is in this film oh, yeah. who is fr- who I imagine okay so this movie started filming in 2003 it finished by 2005 he was on Gilmore Girls from 2002 to 2004 so like I imagine in between Gilmore Girls he was doing scenes for this movie yeah but like i know some of those actors did come back to shoot second scenes and he was one of them that shot scenes earlier and but his hair didn't fucking drastically change he looked he looked he looked the most similar throughout the movie more Maybe than anyone, probably. I you were like he looked
3: beautiful. No. Well,
1: yeah, well, he did, he did, but I mean, like, <laughs> but I mean, as we commented, it looks like he just walked off the WB set and his yeah. Jess, you well, know, Mariano. Get up!
4: Well, think about Gilmore Girls. His hair didn't change. No, though. no, it
2: didn't. So, it was that baby he really Bruce did. Springsteen. He get really up, did yeah. just
1: keep his hair that way, yeah. all the time. And the jean jacket. He had the jean jacket <laughs> in this movie too. So,
0: how many years before? When was Heroes? Was that Heroes that was like two
1: thousand six?
0: I think. Oh, okay. I
1: fact oh, like,
2: checked oh, yeah, myself,
1: yeah, yeah. but I think. Like, <clears throat> Gilmore Girls was before Heroes. I know. Rosenbaum Rose was, so
0: was in Smallville, smallville at the yes, time. with his very bald head. So to put Wait, head
1: are there two head head people oh, that played Lex, Lex Luthor, Luthor in this movie?
2: There are. <gasps> <laughs> two people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: guys, if you need to crush a game of six degrees of separation, this is oh, your movie to pick. Yeah,
3: it is. Yeah, there's two 2006 was Heroes. Two
1: Lexes.
3: Yeah. What? There it is.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's also two people that were in Arrested Development. And you have Portia de Rossi who plays the fortune teller in a very small part, and then you have Judy Greer who was yeah. Kitty,
4: the assistant in Arrested Development. Yeah. So but you said Milo Ventimiglia was always on, was always in this. They would yeah, recast recast. They didn't uh, recast him. So he good did, choice. So he did do, he did do some shooting with Mandy he, Moore then yeah. What are you Which is weird. To well, the, weird future predicting. Yeah, design. exactly. Oh, mm-hmm. very yep. Yep. Yeah.
3: There's so many connections.
4: There's so much <laughs>
1: synergy. <laughs>
3: so much. So much synergy in this movie. Uh, it made for good things down the road. Yeah. But when they yeah. were yeah. making this.
1: One, and and Nick one. Offerman, who plays a police officer he? for a Sharp <laughs> yeah. movie, was also on Gilmore Girls for two episodes. So yes, he was. There is so much symmetry in this movie, See,
3: guys. Everything goes back to he, Gilmore Girls, yeah. girls oh, apparently, yep. Colin. I've never seen it. It
1: all comes back to Gilmore Girls. Kayla really and I just took over for yeah. a while. Yeah. <laughs> we're back now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're just girls. hitting different yeah. versions yeah. of
3: our audience tonight. Yeah. All of them. Oh, no, weird. this movie
1: hits every quadrant. It basically
3: does. Between
4: all the people that are in Good it? Good and bad. Mm-hmm. Well, Nick Offerman was also Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. For all you. Yep.
3: Um, yes, Parks very fans. much so. anybody, anybody we're missing cast wise? The dog. Mistaken, zipper. Sorry, zipper zipper
1: played by solar and the girl solar, yeah.
0: with the midriff midriff girl. Ooh, there were a lot of midriff. Oh, movie.
1: Oh, um, Milo Ventimiglia's girlfriend. His yeah. oh, beard. never who went on she? to go. Do it any, yeah. I was like, does anyone know who she is? No. I, I honestly tried to look her up in the credits and I didn't ever hear what her name was in the movie. So I didn't know how to <laughs> look her up. No.
3: Yeah. Huh. Um, no, mentioned that Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth was yeah, in the she movie? Gets, oh, for all
1: of two seconds. Christina
3: yeah. Ricci, Joshua Jackson with Shannon Elizabeth on the cover of this DVD for Cursed. She gets yep. third. Her face is
1: even on the front too. It, it
0: was is. A really odd opening scene that she was a part of because I figured, you know, again, the people who did uh, Scream would do the fake out, here's Shannon Elizabeth, and we're gonna kill her off like in the opening scene. Right. But it doesn't go that way. It's like that no, scene ends extended. abruptly after yeah. they get their uh, fortunes told.
4: They kill her fairly quickly, but not That's right like away. That's like 15
0: minutes yeah. later. Because yeah. we have to set up like the day job of Christina Ricci, the, that Jesse Eisenberg's tormented in high school. A tornated 25 year old high schooler. Yeah. Joshua, yeah. No kidding. And Joshua Jackson's setting up his uh, you know nightclub. It's yeah. like all of that before we get reintroduced to Shannon Elizabeth in the car wreck. It was like. Yeah. Good God. I wonder if it actually went, played that way mm-hmm. the first time around. Or if they were trying to or if, if she got killed off in the right. beginning by a werewolf attack.
3: Yeah, it felt like two different parts separated by a completely different movie at that point. And mm. then they bring the characters in for that. That was a weird one.
1: Also, uh, Derek Mears is credited oh, yeah, as playing the, right? the werewolf. Jason. And he he's like modern horror royalty at this point. Like this guy is any monster you need to play in a movie, any tall like imposing predators. figure. Yeah. Yeah. Predators, um one of my favorite credits of his, not only was he Jason in the two thousand nine remake and he was he was the classic Predator in Predators, yes, he but he was kick puncher in community. Oh, he, he was yeah. kick puncher. If you need a tall imposing figure, wait, wait. was it Derek kick puncher two punch kicker? Yeah, yes was it was. One, yep, yes. yeah. Kick puncher, two punch yep. kicker.
3: That was, <laughs> that's good.
1: So if you need a tall imposing man, Derek <laughs> Mears the of guy. Friend said, yes, he is. yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so good.
1: Yeah. So I, I wish he got more credit. I don't, I don't, do I wish he got more credit for this movie? No, I'm i mean sure he, Was he really in it? You know, he was like, like stunt man. Yeah, he was like
0: Kane Hodder did before him. Yeah, and all yeah. That. that's how you end up as Jason.
1: He that's was basically but, but Easter egg. <clears throat> was he just the feet on, next to the Hummer and that was it? Well, well, he,
0: he was, was the you actual know? in the werewolf yeah. suit. He's yeah. probably whenever the you saw that you know, he's the werewolf he that the, flips the, off the camera. Yeah. Oh, yes, the, the werewolf middle the finger. That great. Werewolf gets insulted
3: by Christina Ricci calling out her bony. She, her ass fat, bony ass ass fat and, bad, and bad, skin bad skin and gets so angry that he she flips off the camera that and was
1: hilarious that was uh. best scene
3: so is this
0: movie are we supposed to read this as a comedy
1: no. no, no, like no. Like they wanted it's supposed to be scream of most
3: scream with werewolves. That's really, I'm sure, what they wanted, or at least, I mean, that's what they were going into thinking, I'm sure, because I mean, even Wes Craven says the contract for this movie was a rated R movie, like they were trying to do yeah, that. To make this. a horror movie. Make a horror movie. But so would it
0: have been better served if it was a comedy? The only reason I ask is like the whole grafting of the werewolf mythology onto. Yep. I guess the idea that, you know, we're going to do stalking
3: people kind of.
0: Yeah. In like in Los Angeles, like the idea of putting it is like, what would happen if a werewolf went loose in Los Angeles? And I suppose like this also, you know, gives Craven another attempt to, you know, do something that's Hollywood centric. Cause I mean, that's, he got a new nightmare scream three scream three. And then this are his movies where, you know, it's like his Hollywood trilogy. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like two of those movies. But, I mean, putting (laughs) a werewolf in Hollywood, it's like how, you know, I mean, it's one of those things that kind of uh, just, you know, you can't suspend your disbelief or at least you have trouble with it. The idea that you're going to have like some kind of big hairy beast wandering around and no one's gonna notice yeah. you know
3: there's <laughs> I mean supposed maybe it just fits in because it's like oh they're shooting a movie well then
0: there's there should a be a lot of naked around. people running around but maybe there are in Hollywood you know like in oh there are you,
3: have you never been to Hollywood there's just naked people most of the time <laughs> yeah. especially on the Run Walk of Fame naked uncovered. people oh, all and... over Spider Man is mostly naked. It's weird what? just walking around like uh, the Walk of Fame where you can like take pictures of everybody. Yeah. Spider Man just walking around dick out Shut all up. over the place. Yep.
4: Yeah. Are you making that up? Yeah <laughs> you could be and we went <laughs> no, <laughs>
3: I'm very much. I'm done.
4: too drunk. I can't tell.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody walks around naked in Hollywood.
4: They do in Vegas. Uh, yeah, Vegas, they, yes, they do in Vegas. Yeah, you will see yeah, naked spiders. See I've yep. seen them.
3: <laughs> right, fat, pudgy naked
0: spiders. <laughs> well, how do we know half those people weren't werewolves the night before and they're just on their way home? You don't. Oh. I don't oh. know. but I in so, Hollywood, it. where it, it seems like it would stand
3: out more. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, I guess the other opportunity. You, it. it, 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 it Yep. All right, all
1: right. <laughs> they really punctuate the like the name of the road that this car accident at the beginning of the movie that sets off oh. the events happened on. That keeps they say like four times in the movie Mulholland Drive, mm-hmm. which. You know, David Lynch movie. It's this a very a famous, famous road, you it's know. It's a famous road. Yeah, exactly. But I love that
0: there's always, like, the remote part of Mulholland Drive. Like Mulholland that no cars drive ever like, drive down? Yeah, it's the yeah. darkest road. That it winds up the fucking highway. No,
3: Mulholland is actually a very isolated road. It's a connecting road that'll get you to places. Yeah. It's actually usually very, like... Very scenic because you can look very, down over that's, the entire, yeah. That's where you can yeah. look down and see all of Los Angeles.
0: But they name drop it because it's such a Los Angeles movie. It, like, right. You know, we're going to go to the Capitol Records building. We're going to go to Man's Chinese Theater. We're going to, you know... Yeah. Driving, Moland driving. Uh, yeah, Kilburn show. Up. Yeah. There's yeah. like
1: a montage of fucking, you know, Rodeo Drive and Hollywood Boulevard at the beginning mm-hmm. of this movie. You know, all the cut scenes of the neon oh, yeah, is, signage
0: and yeah, shit yeah, yeah, at the yeah. very
1: beginning. Yeah. But mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. that's where like some of the like in-jokiness of stuff is like well, what was it? Uh, Judy Greer kicks, I think, Christina Ricci, is, uh, and says, like, fair fight? You know, this is Hollywood, you know, or whatever. And it's oh.
3: like, Too yeah. literal. Yeah. yeah. Talk I mean, about the <laughs> script of this movie, yeah. how horrible it is. Yeah. yeah. How, yeah. How, Kevin how, Williamson, how, what were you doing, man? I don't know. And how unnatural any of the dialogue in this stilted movie is. Stilted as fuck. It's so stilted, unnatural. People don't talk like this. Mm-hmm. No. It is, I don't know if it was, like, this, uh, comparatively to, like, Dawson's Creek and earlier stuff. Do they talk like this? No, Never. Dawson's Creek is crazy
1: natural, but yet really wordy. Like it's really big, it weird. It feels like it's on a like, higher level. Oxford but... Dictionary <laughs> words, but it feels really natural. It yeah. And this movie feel this feels movie dumbed all. down to it's shit. All like yeah, attitudes
3: yeah. and stupid yeah. shit, and just like I love you. Maybe we can make it work, and all this. I'm just like, oh Jesus, is it's that,
0: horrible. But is it trying to be like a satire of the you know Los Angeles?
3: Oh,
1: for sure, you know, it's trying to be like you have to become someone else to be make it here, is if like it, those, is like the super literal statement of this movie. Is it
3: is, it's lost. I think it's lost on, we can identify it, sure maybe, but I think it's lost on general audiences are going to see this movie. Like, if that right. is what they're trying to do. Because there's no, I don't think there's any like pointed moments that Identify that that is what they're trying to do. Mm. I don't think that comes across. You
0: have to be in on the joke to know that it was a joke. Right, right? but
3: I don't, right. And there's no part in what is the finished movie that kind of leads us to believe that that is the intent of what they're doing. There's no moment to me that says, hey, uh throwing the elbow at you. Come on, you get it, right? I didn't get that. Did Kevin Williamson write disturbing behavior? Is that his? Mm.
2: The internet. <laughs> it seems like
0: that was another one well
2: i remember I like I like, you might be right the
0: only reason I bring that up is because I remember like in that movie and you know there was a distinct like slang and stuff that mm-hmm. like the teen characters use mm-hmm. this is kind of what I think he became known for in Dawson's creek it was yeah. like he could zero in on the the type of you know like conversations that actual teens would have don't believe so authentic oh, yeah. it wasn't for him
4: don't know. Well, I, was I was just looking at. Uh, uh, See, well, I don't know. Yeah. I, ca- I mean, I know what you're saying. It's, but it's definitely
1: inspired the, by. The, oh, Kevin
3: it's of oh, that probably. era. Yeah, it's yeah. inspired
1: by. Scott
4: Kevin. Rosenberg. I don't know, I don't know who that is. I, I know what you're saying, but uh, that doesn't really apply to Dawson's Creek because no teenagers talk like that, well, That's right? True. Exactly. It's very, yeah, it's very heightened <laughs> yeah. how they
3: speak. Yeah, Dawson's
4: but
0: Creek. No one speaks like that. See, I never watched the show, but maybe this is my understanding: was that it would it somehow captured like you know. Maybe the intent of teenage conversation is a highly, it, it dramatic, got the angst
4: for sure. Yeah, like yeah with the, there's the, so much angst. Yeah, the show. topic of conversation. But the way they expressed themselves was way beyond high school.
1: Well, like, I guess
4: way then- I honestly kind of thought Jesse Eisenberg was
1: in college for a lot of this movie because, like, just the campus even five years look- old. Okay. Well, the yeah. campus even looked like a- it could have been a college campus. Like, mm-hmm. like we saw one shot of the campus and w- enough to know that it was the Buffy school and it was the nine hundred two and school. Oh, yeah. yes. But like, there was nothing to tell us that it was high school. No. Like, yeah. I mean, we live in. You know, the fucking Midwest. So right. all of but our California, schools are yeah, indoors. schools are, are
2: outdoors. right? Yeah. 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 But that's Everyone's
1: foreign to us, different. so we don't yeah. know that. So it you just know, looks yeah. weird. It's yeah. Like, yeah, seems like a college campus. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was like, wait, what? How old yeah. is he? <laughs> yeah. <machines>. he's 25. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fantastic. You. Well, the, we, the we,
1: lockers I mean, were outside too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's foreign to us. We don't. We don't understand. It rains. It doesn't. Yeah,
2: and it snows. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Sure does. It's
0: cold. But yeah, you were saying. I mean, about the dialogue then that here it's like so like you know ham. Fisted or not, ham fisted. What are we saying? It's uh, overly just,
3: dramatic, like, and it, it's but it seems
0: disingenuous. People don't yeah. talk that way, so it's like, how did I want to know who came like, was this Kevin Smith's or Kevin, Smith, <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Williamson's original idea, or was you know, it pitched to like, hey, you should write like a, were, a Hollywood werewolf movie and you'll put like a little bit of Hollywood satire on it. And you know, then somebody said this is a good idea and he just like cranked it out, or did he like actually you know have like i've always wanted to do the hollywood werewolf I mean, you know the one thing that they
3: haven't done we should have watched th- the making of because i don't know Yeah, what there's a making
1: of th- on the features which we were yeah. like what 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 is this the weinsteins just like cutting footage for hours like, yeah, like you know? i
3: wonder what watching the behind the scenes if they were to be like yeah everything's fine we're making a horror movie this is what happens and everything if they were like trying to hide what the, the shit that's right. going on It was, like, maybe major stuff shot before, like, the big switcheroo later on. But I don't – there's not a lot of Kevin Williamson talking about this movie. I mean, I've looked at articles and, like, retrospectives. And they don't talk about this movie. It is like they made it. Wes Craven says, like, yeah, I'm not happy with the end result and I just forget about it. Kevin Williamson doesn't say a word about this movie.
1: And Ju- Judy Greer said, as recently as like 2014, yeah. like, I don't know what happened with that movie. Yeah. She said, the movie I read for, the movie I performed, it was a great movie. The end result they was something fun. completely different than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know? So, like, even people in it were like, what the fuck happened? But I think Kevin Williamson originally probably wrote a pretty decent movie and then the wine scene just beat the shit out of it till there was nothing left of it is what I think probably happened because who knows how many rewrites this movie went through before we actually got the final product you know and stuff just
3: done on set without him at that point like because I don't think nobody else is. That's when Aaron Kruger came in and did those rewrites. No, nah, I mean he's only got he's got the written by and there's nobody else listed. So if they did some so it's rewriting, less than it's the twenty percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's less than whatever. Mm-hmm. It had to have been for just reshoots and shit. But
1: but even what he wrote, who like if they re- reshot around what he wrote, it doesn't really matter. You know, if he wrote this amazing script and they script. You know, they shot ninety percent of the film and then tossed most of it. You know, who knows what? That's extensive. Do you know
0: what the final budget was? I mean, like how much? You know, does this? (laughs) Oh, this movie was
1: thirty-eight million million? dollars. That's a pretty big budget movie in two thousand five. Like that's. Twenty
0: nine million. Well, yeah, domestic, yeah. but I mean, it probably made something. But I'm st- still, bum, it didn't. Right? It did
1: not. Yeah. It was not financially successful. No, no <laughs>
3: not
0: in any regard. No. Well, it reminds me, like one of the only other. I mean, I, I, I'm sure that there have been several stories like that in Hollywood history. But I also heard the. Uh, the story of the exorcist for the exorcist, the beginning was another movie where they shot like an entire movie with Paul Schrader and then fired him and then reshot the entire movie. That was 20th century Fox, I think, but like how, you know, you wonder how much of this stuff happens on lower profile stuff that you don't hear the Mm -hmm. stories about it. But when you do, when you have like, you know, somebody like Wes Craven, that's gonna get out through, yeah, you know, right. the Genre press deal, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, if you're doing an Exorcist movie, it's gonna come out that you know we fired this dude and hired Reddy Har- Harlan to re- <laughs>
2: that
0: <movie>. Yeah, <clears throat> right. But that's Harlan. when you know you're in trouble if you have like, well, you wonder, right? Like you hear these other movies, you know, famously there's been stuff that's gone through, you know, heavy reshoots, mm-hmm. and then when you see the finished product you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I didn't know there was anything wrong yeah. with it. I mean, like World War Z was another one where I yeah. think they scrapped a third of that movie. Yeah. Suicide and Squad? re-shot it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: They scrapped, yeah. like, what? More than half of that movie, right? I know
0: I mean, I guess here's my point. Even this, like, to, you know, we know that there was something up with it. But... I mean did you honestly feel that it was a patchwork movie while you were watching it?
1: I feel like it was the movie it was not the movie I was told I was gonna get. that's what I feel like right I feel like but the- I
3: didn't I would agree with that, but it also it, I would say no it didn't It didn't feel like small things you would find in a movie where you have problems with but the the storyline seems. I don't want to say cohesive because it it doesn't feel like it with like the loopholes and what um I mean who was the main werewolf and what what have you, but it doesn't feel like big chunks are missing and other chunks are inserted like it does feel like it is one thing from front to back or from start to finish, which is weird, but there is something wrong about this movie but thing- it doesn't feel patchwork,
4: yeah, it feels completed it yes. just
3: doesn't
1: feel the tone is off, yeah something
3: yeah something yeah. is weird.
0: But I wonder if that's just the you know, that almost feels in some way that it was putting the wrong um, like sensibility being Wes Craven Mm. with this material where a straight up comedy version might have been more successful because Mm -hmm. it seems like you got the cast for it. You're just your tone. You're trying to make it serious, mm-hmm. but it's not working as a serious movie because exactly. it's so fucking goofy. Like everything about it is just goofy. And then they top mm-hmm. it off with the fucking, you know, werewolf flipping off, you know, and like, <laughs> right. that's like, okay, that's Great from the scene. movie that this wanted to be. Sure. Exactly. And maybe should have yeah, been exactly. like you're saying.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, yeah, especially like every male character in this movie is fucking is a creep. Like Michael mm-hmm. Rosenbaum, just the way he talks for most of the He movie?
1: sexually harasses her for 90% of this movie. Right. <laughs> like, I <laughs> and,
2: and think
3: like, Andrew's just like, we don't have time for this. We There's an animal running around. We need to go. Like, what is he? What? Like, are supposed to think guys, he's a red herring, maybe. I get that, but he's just weird fucking
1: it's e- weird. Every guy except for Jesse Eisenberg is predatory in this movie. Yeah. Like, like, and I think Joshua I, I, I Jackson get, is I creeping on her, them you know? That, because yeah. You're
3: trying to figure out right. which one is the predatory. Fucking right. werewolf, but mm-hmm. it just it comes off really weird for these characters. Like it's not a natural Thing for people to act like that, mm-hmm. whether they are a werewolf or not. Like fucking Joshua Jackson running up to the window, just being creepy. Like, hey, I need to talk to you. Right? Like, hey, the guy doesn't knock. He just like shows up in your house. Yeah. he yeah. shows up at your yeah. yeah right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't knock. You left the window open and the door wide open. And yeah. You just yeah. walking. Who the
0: fuck are these people? Well, he was the biggest. Like maybe that scene at the end, which I'm sure that that was redone several times. Right? The ending of the movie, because I think yeah. They, yeah. You know, but. His character there doesn't match his character from like the rest of the movie. Yes. Because he comes in the door saying, you know, Christina Ricci, I love you
3: and by the end yeah. of it Where the fuck does that come from? <laughs> that's out of that's the stupidest out of nowhere. Like I get they're in a relationship and everything, but it's Are they they never spending time with like each other it. they it's keep disingenuous. Running. Yeah. Big time. I'm like, what the fuck
1: is this? He keeps blowing like, her I, off through the whole movie. Yeah. He's yeah, blowing her blows off. She yeah. and yeah. he
3: blows her off. And it's
0: like, what the fuck do these people actually Because ever... it's
1: Hollywood, Colin, and they don't have time for each other.
0: That's Exactly. True. That's why gets divorced. Because they don't have time yep,
4: that, that is true. That's actually the most real part of the movie. <laughs> it might
0: be. That's why the relationship seems so awesome. Because they're always like, uh, you know, never... <laughs> they're always in that they're, heightened, like, Right. They're never together uh, long before, enough. Yeah. To start yeah. I want to spend more time the that you that have with you than having to run off to go. Yeah, yeah. Do something else. Yeah, yeah. it's that George Costanza <laughs> thing. You always leave while you're on. Yeah,
4: yeah. oh yes, God. Seinfeld. <laughs> we did it, <laughs> 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 guys. <laughs> we got there. Uh,
3: we got we there.
1: We're there. i just gonna bring up funny games somehow, and we'll full circle. <laughs> there we go. How
3: many
0: weeks in a row are we now? Yeah, I
1: think it was four, five. I think
3: four. One of them got deleted when the show crashed. Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah. So, okay, right. um, oh, the other thing I hate about werewolf movies. I just thought of this. You know what it is? The fucking physics of the people in the movie. They crawl on the ceilings? Werewolves and, shit? and the people with these superpowers. I hate everything where everyone's just light as a feather. There's no weight to anybody in these movies. Like, I get that they're agile and they're strong and they can do all this shit, but there's no weight to anybody. Everybody's just scurrying around the ceilings. Werewolves are just easily jumping from car to car. I hate the physics of this movie.
4: Do other monsters bother you as much? Because, like, like vampires?
1: Mm. Darkman had some crazy powers that made no
4: sense. Yeah, yeah but
1: it
3: doesn't. But if most of that was. Shot, I mean, I think all of that was shot with like real people doing things, though. Like it's just it yeah, feels him like getting everything's
0: blown out of the fucking house or whatever that should have uh, killed
3: him <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Up, well, but, but even but that, that stuff, like the physics yeah. of
0: that don't stack up but maybe it's just I visually said I think it's mostly to do with is...
3: CGI and the weight <clears throat> of things because I, that's well
0: that's biggest the biggest problem, problem with CGI stuff right? that's right like,
3: and I think that that's probably my biggest thing is that CGI has no weight
2: Yeah, and
3: that's a big thing that bothers me because it's just another thing I can identify as like that's not real why am I invested in that monster this character if it's I can obviously tell it's not real it doesn't look real. It has no weight to the character. It doesn't like it pulls me out of it real quick. That's mm. the other thing I hate. Or when like because um, there's some wire foo later on when these um, these uh, these cursed people. How many times did they say cursed in this A movie what? of the movie called cursed? Too much. Thank you, Jesse. Eisenberg. How many
0: times do they say alien in the movie Alien? Oh, okay, go.
3: Uh, not much. These aliens, man, know. they're coming from. Okay, that doesn't happen at all. <laughs> In the movie Alien, <laughs> We gotta get away from these aliens! But no, but if, there's like, you can tell, I know these people are on wires, because there's no weight to what they're doing. Like, they're just, like, suddenly on the ground and then back up on their feet, or they're crawling across the ceiling, or they kick someone and they go flying 50 well, feet later on. Well, that's the
0: cliche Ugh. of these type of movies, that yeah. you would have expected as smarter filmmakers to poke holes to, Right,
3: identify yeah. and then put it on do its you, head somehow.
4: Do you, do you get offended by weightlessness in other movies, like, you know, like Crouching Tiger and shit?
3: That's different.
4: Okay. Because that is it's a stylistic, thing, it's a stylistic
3: thing that they for that do. that specific like, genre. That genre, this is what... It was established as them doing that. You know what I mean? Like, this is what they do for those...
1: But there's still no reason for it. Yeah.
3: But it's a, but that's but that's a heightened. It's I don't know. It's hard to explain what the difference is. And I know there. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? Though, like I, I know you're I, asking I, I the see question. I,
4: no, I'm not trying to argue there. I was I just actually curious. But, but I, I get what you're saying. I
3: don't. But I also don't watch those movies. Like hit, Crouching Tiger. Hidden okay, Red, that's like, fair. I, that's but fair. I, I don't watch those because I'm like I have no interest in people hopping from treetops. I love them. I, I I have no interest that's in watching great. that, so I just skip that. So anything that would involve that, I probably wouldn't watch. Okay. So that instead of not liking it, I just don't see it. So that's probably where that goes. But yeah, I do have that problem with just like why, unless it's like a mystical world where that Mm -hmm. can conceivably quote unquote Mm -hmm. happen, which I'm fine with. But in things like this, I mean, you know, there's still like, there's still objects in a Mm -hmm. quote unquote real world. Yeah. have some weight to them. Yeah. Stop staring at me, everybody.
0: (laughs) God damn it. Well, uh, (laughs) logic is sound. Do we uh, do we have anything left to stray observations about Curse before we uh, check the mail and come up to our wrap ups?
1: Yeah, so they they mentioned they name check Scott Baio a lot, and Scott Baio was in this movie <laughs> He's a lot. So much but in this movie, like th- probably the the worst name check than Scott Baio and that is mentioned in the same breath as him is is when they're talking to Craig Kilborn about the lineup for the show. Uh, they say I bu- I bumped Bayo for Keratop. I'm gonna let the top go long. <laughs> I'm gonna let the
3: top go long. That's a great line.
1: Um, and you know that this movie was made in 2003 to 2005 because no one gives a shit about Keratop anymore, and let alone to let him go long on a segment. Uh, no one would let him. No, no. If he was on a late night show now, people would be like, but he's been playing Vegas that. for like 20 years. That's like very he's true. still playing. But that Vegas. means you're put out to pasture. If you're if you're doing residency in Vegas, that means your career's over. That, like, um, that
4: Britney Spears is out there. She's doing pretty good. Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Like, she's doing good. Yeah.
1: So is Mariah Carey, Celine Dion, the Backstreet uh, Boys, you know, they're all put out to pasture. Uh, no, I think they Britney's take doing that. Pretty good. I think
3: they take the Vegas residency in lieu of I Love the Nineties tours. Yes.
1: Yeah. Or or be being on the VH one I love the nineties show. Yeah. Does she? Yeah. Does she? She does. Like what? She just did one with, what's her name? But she's not touring. That's the thing. She doesn't have to.
3: I don't I think she can't. I don't think she can't. Yeah. Take the like truth. I think you're in denial about it. <laughs> yeah. I think you're in denial about Vegas. it. Vegas, I don't think she can tour anymore. Doing I don't a Vegas yeah. get enough people to go to those tours.
1: Doing a Vegas she residency means I'm Maine. at the end of my run. Yeah,
3: va- that's the difference, though. Like people, it's a nostalgia. Location. Like I don't think she could. And plus, you know how many people are in Vegas. Like the odds are in her favor for people to just go to that show. Right. There's going to be thrown beer bottles here in a minute. We got
4: yeah. okay. Tour-
3: All right, yeah. right. she <laughs> wouldn't survive touring. And yeah. I guess that's our final point on <laughs> cursed.
4: I disagree.
3: Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, there it is.
1: I saw Carrot Top once. I, I would not recommend <laughs> it. Was it, it he there was, it was jacked? I, okay. I saw him when I was 10 years old. So at the height of his popularity, Probably.
3: I've seen a few Caretat movies.
1: I was not old enough to see him when I saw him. It was definitely inappropriate for a 10 year old to watch yeah, when I saw it. Probably. My parents were bad parents at that mm. point in their life. But... Prop
3: comedians. Prop love it. humor.
1: I hate prop humor. It's so terrible. <laughs> I God I remember being 10 being like, this isn't funny. So, you know?
2: Yeah. He <laughs> was never funny. Yeah, exactly. Not no, 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 I mean, funny. No, not funny. Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh, all right. We all agree on that.
2: Good job, So
1: the fact that Craig Kilborn would let him go, let him go oh, long, he killed, makes rest. no sense. <laughs> the Kilborn never would have done that's that. probably the most illogical thing about this movie is that someone would like carrot top take on his set too long, right? Yeah,
3: yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> out of everything that happened in this movie, yeah. I agree.
0: All right, so let's summon our male demon. Igor, where are you, sir?
3: Masters! Masters, the mail! I've
0: got the mail! So many letters. Our followers are
3: rising. Rising. All right, thank you, Igor. Thanks, Igor. Igor would fit like right in at the tinsel. Uh, he exhibit.
1: would love that place. Like, don't it you think? Just be an
3: installation. <laughs> that's the other thing. Like I, all the wax figures. I was hoping they'd pull like a basketball, and there would just be like <laughs> people hanging out. It'd be great, like punching a clock, and then just <laughs> hanging out as wax figures. That's what I really wanted. I thought that would have been fun. <laughs>
1: Do you think he would fall for Joshua Jackson's werewolf charms, Igor? Uh,
3: maybe he may have like sauntered over to there was a Frankenstein in there and just hung <laughs> yeah. out with him and the Wolfman. So that's where I kind of figure. I out. think yeah. that's where yeah. he yeah. would hang out of yeah. Yeah, like yeah. masks, but he wouldn't like look at them because those are his heroes.
1: So Playing around like, with Iron Man, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah,
4: he'd feel at home. Yeah. Yeah, he'd, yeah,
2: he'd do,
3: he'd do all right in there. Alright, but if you want to get a hold of us, and
0: we hope that you do, write yes. into us, let us yeah. know what you think about Cursed, if we're on the money, off the money, if you like this episode or anything else that we do, and please like us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn,
3: or wherever you found us. If you have an opinion on Britney Spears, please. Yes. that it. helps. Yeah.
0: You know, like yeah. give us a <laughs> like,
3: star rating right or whatever. We're hitting and we'll, all cauldrons. Tonight. Yeah.
0: Uh, but you can find us on uh, Facebook.
1: Facebook.com slash Saturday Freak Show.
0: Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. Or you can email us.
4: Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com.
0: And
1: tonight about
0: the movie Curse. Mm -hmm. Jonathan Holt writes in and says... That's a new name. I've always had a soft spot for this movie. Also, Werewolf Middle Finger. (laughs) It's it's the
4: best part. It's the most memorable part of the movie, (laughs) probably.
0: He says he's looking forward to this week's episode. Uh, Movie guru of the Movie Guru podcast. Oh, oh.
4: wow.
0: Another podcast? A French
2: podcast? And
0: he says, we hope... Oh, he says uh, this movie's a super fail. There needs Ooh. to be more werewolf movies and not hear lollipop sugarcane crossover flicks. I'm assuming there's some autocorrect going on there. Not yeah. these lollipop sugarcane. I don't know what that I don't means. Know. We're very curious. Please explain.
1: Yes. Elaborate. I disagree
0: with your more werewolf movies thing, though.
1: I don't. I agree with that. Nah.
0: <laughs> And Victor T. writes in and says, it was trash. Oh, oh. it was, Victor. It was. <laughs> uh, Killing uh, <laughs> Ghost in the Shell, a past episode that we did. Chris Suttleston writes in and he says, regarding Ghost in the Shell, I saw the live action version last night. Ooh. Honestly, it's pretty good. Better than I expected. It's been years since I saw the anime, but to my eyes, they did a remarkable job translating the look to live action and making the story
1: coherent. Right. Well, SeaHuds, um, so huds you, you are one of the only people that, you saw, be, it yeah, people that saw it opening weekend because it debuted either. at third place yeah. it's opening like weekend at or yeah 20 like million Ooh. for a 150 million dollar movie Ooh. is not good
0: no that's so. that doesn't mean it's Plus a bad, bad movie I right, so i heard was, that it was, um, it though, means movie.
1: that it'll probably fail financially oh they're saying they're it's taking
0: like a 60 million, million dollar right, right now yeah, yeah. there's some variety today
3: yep.
1: So it's not looking good. If you don't open at number one your opening weekend, you're probably not going to make your money back.
3: I've liked you know? movies so. that have bombed before. I mean, we yeah. all like movies that have bombed. Yeah, before, but yeah. It's true. I mean, But I mean, it's not like movies well, are, are a lot
1: more expensive now than they were Adventure, 10, 15 years ago. It's you know, good that
0: it lowers your expectation because you're like, ooh, it sucked financially, and the reviews not you know, so good. Then you good. go in and you're then like, it.
3: you see it, and you're like,
1: oh, it wasn't that bad. Right. All that
3: hate, dude. right? Yeah. But it wasn't. But that's the point that it doesn't. But
1: they don't make it to be like to
3: draw you in to see in the theater. Yeah. Right, I and mean, that's where yeah, it they
1: don't make it to be liked. They make it to make money. Yeah. So if that's it doesn't make money, true. it's a fail. You know,
0: uh, you might have seen it if you didn't see the Ghost in the Shell anime the week before.
1: There's a there's a new one coming, right?
0: I heard about that. Yep. Yes, yeah, of this week they the
1: announced there's going to be a new one. Yep. Of course, a, a new thing. anime, not a new live action. No. So, yeah.
3: No, we'll never see a sequel to that one.
1: Unless, until Colin <laughs> no. picks it again. No, no, Please, no. <laughs> we did that three times, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> three fucking times. Sorry about that episode, <laughs> by the way. Uh,
0: so that brings is. us uh, time for our wrap ups. So we'll go around the table, and each one of us will tell you what we really thought of Cursed. Colin! Yes, yeah, Sean. What you think of Cursed? Oh, um, Did you have an
3: opinion on Cursed?
0: You know, I was thinking, like, the whole way through this movie, I. I it's a it's a movie of missed opportunities because of the talents involved. Um, I mean, I don't know. I've never really been a big fan of Kevin Williamson's stuff, to be honest with you. I mean, like, you know, being that, you know, it's mostly been Dawson's Creek, Vampire Diaries, and what have you. I liked when the he following. first. That was his too, wasn't it? I yeah, it was.
3: Yeah. I never watched it either.
0: But when he first debuted, it was like the savior of the horror genre. And he got off to a good start with Scream and got paired up with, you know, horror legend Wes Craven. Who, you know, at that point, I'm like, what was he doing around the mid-90s? Like You know, I think he'd come off of uh, Nightmare Out, El- the new, new Nightmare, yeah. Uh, which was a good movie, you know. Yeah, very good. So, nightmare. okay, his career was not, like, in the pits, but. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no. Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh,
1: there yeah. it is. He's only <laughs> done one werewolf and one vampire movie. Anywhere Cursed in and Vampire in Brooklyn, mm-hmm.
0: that's it. Well, so for him, it was like, okay, I get to do, you know, I'm a horror guy, and I get to do, like, the, uh. You There's know. your horror comedy. Yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which one's worse? Vampire
1: Brooklyn worse. I've Vampire Brooklyn,
3: Vampire Brooklyn in a long time.
1: I'm biased. I but. remember
3: just not It's fancy. Like, I was also 15. Upward, but- where
0: this one fails downward to like, you know, like it's boring. <laughs> the other ah. one's like so bad, it's but it's... it's no, like, it's what? boring, too. Okay, so they're not very good. This <laughs> yeah. is, it's like, I think Wes Craven, you know, it's, like, even though we venerate the man because he's got so many, you know, those moments where he hit, he hit big. But he also yeah. has, like, the deadly friends. I
3: know? heard this is... Yeah, somebody mentioned this earlier oh, today. Oh, it's you know? awful. I heard it's bad. Yeah. I, I mean, what's
0: it about? Uh He's got... There's a kid who's... He dabbles in robotics... And his mm-hmm. neighbor, that he's it's Christy Swanson. Oh, that he's oh sweet of course, on. that helps. She dies. Classic
1: 80s actress Christy Swanson.
0: She Sonson. dies. Her uh, abusive father kills her. Ah. So he takes the robot brain, puts it in Christy Swanson, and turns her into a killer robot. He takes girl. the
3: robot brain and puts it into her rather than taking her brain and putting it into the robot? Correct.
2: Who is so Christy, Christy Swanson's agent in the 80s? Yeah. I guess you
3: want to keep the Christy Swanson <laughs> body, is what you yes, want in that. Is okay. What I like
1: can, it. It can too.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> but
1: the movie, is,
0: the saving grace of that movie, is probably a scene that you have seen in uh, in gift form, where uh, she takes a basketball and throws it at the head of yep. the old lady from uh, Throw it. Mama from the Train, and like, the head explodes <laughs> Oh, on wonderful! Yep. Yeah, that was pretty I good. I love that old lady. Yeah. It was sultry. Oh, she was in uh, The Goonies, too. That yeah, was yes, she was. Yeah. <laughs> Throw Mama from the Train. That's, Nobody's I, seen that. I've <laughs> seen that movie. All right. So, I fucking
4: hate that
2: movie. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, uh, but there's a missed opportunity in dealing with the werewolf mythology also. It's like there's really nothing in this movie that you haven't seen done before, you know, uh, the car crash and, you know, the, the werewolf attacking the people, you know, and then uh, him waking up in the bushes, it's American werewolf or her, you know, finding her like, you know, uh, sexual allure. It was done so much better in a movie 2000, I think 2000, Ginger Snaps. Yeah, yes. Ginger Snaps. That was uh, well, before the wolf man. That was my favorite, I think, werewolf movie, yeah. you know, of, of, not of all time, but of right. recent vintage. That was a, little, yeah. mm-hmm. so that was Ca- a good one. A you oh, young
1: Catherine Isabel in that movie, yeah.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And Emily Perkins, oh. star of mm-hmm. the original mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. which I'm only bringing up because that's relevant.
4: Again, mm-hmm. right? that's yeah. <laughs> right? Yes, yes it is.
0: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this movie uh, just seemed to... I wouldn't say that it stalls out. It keeps moving, mm. you know, but there's... I can't... I, there was no point where I could cross over the suspension of disbelief. There's no horror in this horror movie. No. Um, you know, they try for these kind of jump scares that are, just fall flat on their face, which makes you wonder, like, you know, it's like, is it too brightly lit? Craven doesn't know how to stage a, you know, scare scene. There's a scene at the beginning, right, for illustration is how off or tone deaf this is. Where Christina Ricci, who has just come home from being attacked in by a werewolf, right, a beast out in the woods, Myth. comes home, locks up her house, hears a noise, wanders around the house. It's one of those slow, you know, the cameras following her around. There's sounds against the window panes and against the back door, and you're like... Am I supposed to think that she's afraid of? Here? Yeah, is she afraid of right? a stalker? Because this isn't a slasher movie. She was attacked by a werewolf. Is right. the werewolf you now come sneaky? back to her and somehow? Is it a snuck sneaky werewolf? The fucking house. It's like exactly what is happening? You know. So those moments where the whole movie kind of seems off like that. It's like yeah. I think it would have been better if they would have made a comedy. I wouldn't have seen it. But I think <laughs> it, would it probably would have suited just the general concept know, of the Craven, movie. Kevin
3: Williamson but. made a comedy werewolf movie, you would have seen it. I, uh, that's true. I, probably would
0: have I'd seen be it. first
1: in line for that movie. You know, yeah, I,
0: I saw Vampire in Brooklyn. I wouldn't have enjoyed it. I would have come away disappointed, probably like I did Maybe. when I saw the movie. Thank God I didn't see this in the theater. So um, mm. I can't recommend it. I mean, the only reason... That you would watch this movie. It seems like it is a movie that was made for TV for the WB, and somehow Christina Ricci wandered into it. Yeah. But it seems like a WB horror movie from, like, 2005.
2: hmm mm-hmm.
0: uh, And the only reason I think that you would watch it is because, A, it's on Wes Craven's filmography, and, uh, B, there's the story about, you know, how... Fucked up the production of it went and so you're you know, they're kinda yeah. looking at great movie disasters. But it's not that big of a disaster the final no. movie actually does fit together. Yeah. It's just not
3: good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. Not good. So it's-
0: That's me. Sean, what did you think? It's just not good. It's
3: not interesting. It feels like, I mean, they really, I'm sure they started out wanting to make, like we've been saying the whole time, scream, but with werewolves. I think they forgot at some point that there were supposed to be werewolves in this movie because A, we don't get a lot of them, and B, it feels like they're still making it like a, 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 a killer stalking people movie. Like you said, especially with the example of, like, who is she hiding from? Like, that's, you know, it's a werewolf running around. Also, it's a PG-13 movie. Like, I know Wes Craven signed on for an R-rated movie. This movie should have been rated R. I think it would have made it... I, I, we can only wonder what they would have made had they just been left alone to make their movie. This could have been like the second coming. Like of... It
1: doesn't, like, there what? is an unrated version available.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just Don't like, know no how good it is gore. compared to this. But. It doesn't no, no, feel like, like not even not it's not, like not just gore, but, tone, but like if they had know? been
3: left alone because left alone and gone with everything, like say they uh, everything they originally shot. Like, just because the Weinsteins came in and said, we don't like this, reshoot all of it, doesn't mean what they made before was a bad movie. Because I don't trust the taste of the Weinsteins. They, It seems like they fucked this up. They Mm -hmm. fucked up Scream 4. Mm -hmm. So I don't trust their taste in the horror movies. No. I would, I'd like to see, like, originally, before everything stopped, there was reshoots and rewrites and everything, original cast. I would have, I'd like to see what that was going to end up being if they had been left alone. We didn't get that. What we got was this. It's not the, It's not scary. There's nothing – The. I mean, I'm not a fan of werewolf movies anyway, so I'm just going into this going to be like, eh, all right. Not that interesting to me. The script is – I mean, what we ended up with is just like it's nothing good. These characters aren't – they're just saying things. They're not talking to each other. It doesn't seem natural. Mm-hmm. Um, the –
0: and there's, like, this whole thing about, the you know, like, they're getting the superpowers of being a werewolf,
3: yeah. but, like, they never transform into a fucking werewolf. No. Right like, That's like- what I'm saying. There's no werewolf. There's, a, there's so, just oh, a couple no, at the end, and there's just nothing, nothing, like, like you said, it keeps moving, but there's, yeah. like... Uh, I, on what I don't know it does feel like it should be a WB movie because it's about like the the quote unquote dramatic relationships between these people and the love interests and this guy comes in and they come in like they're focusing on the wrong shit for this movie and it's not interesting to watch at all ugh I don't like this movie um <laughs> don't don't watch cursed I mean just because it's in their filmography like you you there's nothing in this you can like there's nothing good you'll get from this movie. Um, it's not scary. It's not like it's the bottom of the rung for both Kevin Williamson and Wes Craven. I do not recommend this movie for any reasons. The
0: bottom of the rung. Clearly you haven't seen The Hills Have Eyes Part 2.
3: I haven't. <laughs> well, this is pretty bad. Like, I, there's, and there's certain things that I do like about this movie because it does, like, it has uh, a little bit of an essence of scream in there. Like, you can feel it at certain parts. Like, the atmosphere is <laughs> just
4: a whisper. Chris, it is. It just it, and it really is. There's a whisper scream. of scream. <laughs> this is like scream
3: throughout it there's just it hits that point just a little bit every now and again and it just makes me want to go watch Scream yeah because I love Scream so much and I say we're really trying for it but too many people fucked with this movie and it's, I mean it's a mess and like Colin said doesn't feel patchwork it feels it's a complete movie but it's just not uh, it's just not interesting and it's not funny it's not horrifying didn't make me feel anything. Jesse Eisenberg's the best part of this movie because he's fucking playing Jesse Eisenberg and he's a fucking goof. Yeah. Uh, the the Milo Ventimiglia stuff is. I mean, it does get kind of funny when it is he's just of, like he
1: had the it, best arc. It was really, really
3: like he's a you know he's a bully at school and he's
1: calling everybody on, a calling call fag. Everybody fag. Yeah, and
3: they're gay and everything, and then he's just like you were the only one that knew, right? Like that's the that is. It's the most complete. I honestly part of this was movie. like,
1: ooh, this is really offensive until he had the turn of like, yeah, no, he right. actually is he gay. Is, like, I,
4: yeah, but that
3: was. Was like yeah,
0: whatever. I is. mean, it's, yeah. it's very, well, it's at stereotypical. The end, like he's like, yep, hey, you're, you're kissing my girl over there.
3: Like, yeah, what the f- like again, it all ends up in a weird place. That like that
1: girlfriend knows was his beard. That was his like cover for. Do you think I, she knew? Yeah, no, what? Oh.
3: The, uh, I'm hoping like she knew, she like I'll do this. But for she you.
1: clearly had like feelings for Jesse Eisenberg, but right. she kept like hanging out with him constantly. Thing. But I
3: think that's the thing. She's like uh, she's she's the beard for him, so yeah. she's not getting any action. But she knows it, so she's like attracted right. to guys who she's like. I just but like want someone to love is not gay. I was I was like as soon as
1: my and went to me, they started off like you're a fag. You like to touch dudes. Blah blah blah. That's why you're on the wrestling team. I was like. Oh, God, this is really uncomfortable to watch. It and then, like, and then when it made the turn of, like, no, he's saying that because he's insecure because he is actually gay, I was yes. like, like, I don't want to say that it justified it, but it almost did. It almost did. It made it easier to swallow. Right. And you, you know? get what they were like, doing. Yeah. And,
3: like, it's it's weird to Because see there that, are that, dudes
1: like that that yes. are, like, really, like, they project their feelings onto someone else, you yeah. know?
3: And it's weird that, like, that's one of the, like, through lines for the. Uh, it's like a, uh, he had the best a piece of character yeah. that it's still exists in this movie like mm-hmm. that stuck with it that is contained and it survived somehow of this it's probably like the it's the definitely the funniest part of the movie like i enjoyed eisenberg and uh and him
2: ventimiglia,
3: d- ventimiglia doing that yeah. part like it was funny to me like that is the best part of the movie but other than that yeah like i said it's a mess and i don't recommend it
4: <laughs> i pass it to you <laughs> thank you it's on your head now <laughs> um yeah, I, I think that we've all pretty much um, pretty much said it. It's 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 one of those movies that it it it, it feels off and you can't fully pinpoint why. Um, it, it, it you know what it is? It's like um, we're talking about the wine scenes taking over. if you've ever worked a job. Where you have a really great team and you all flow together, you're just like a well-oiled machine. And then the manager who doesn't know shit comes in and tries to do things. Yep. It's
2: like
3: no. It's like no. We got this. We
4: you don't know what you're talking yeah. about, Eve. Yeah. You're making it worse. That's what this movie
1: is. <laughs> That's what the wine scenes yeah. are to this movie. That's yeah. exactly That's what, what they're to like
4: yeah. film. Right? To, to, yeah. to film yeah. in general.
0: Yeah. Halloween uh, franchise is yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. The Hellraiser franchises
3: there. Yeah. I mean, they don't they, trust it was there. Halloween yeah. Is out like, now, but it was theirs. And they fucked it.
1: And like we've said before. This is 2005. Wes Craven is very well established as a solid horror director, and yet they still didn't trust him to make that's a good fu- horror How movie. Do you do what that? the Wes fuck? Craven. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah,
3: like he just gave you "I mean, Scream" one, two, three. Say what you will about three and everything, but he just gave you those movies, and you're gonna just sit there and fuck with his shit? shit all yeah.
4: over it, shit and that's all over just it. Recently, yeah, like, this is yeah, but Ugh. um, yeah, like I said, I think we I think we've hit everything pretty well. um... I just, I did not feel, I did not feel a relationship. <laughs> I, did not feel. I did not feel. I didn't. No, I did not believe any of these relationships. I, any of them. Like, there was no feeling. The writing was just horrible. Um I, The only reason I had fun with this was nostalgia. That's, that's it. That's you the you only really you enjoyed
3: a lot of that. I movie.
4: did. But that's the only reason I enjoyed it was nostalgia. It's like all these actors are actors that I loved growing up and it was it was fun to see them all together but other than that I I can't I can't recommend this movie I I it it went, on, it went on way too long it just it started to drag after a while for
3: 97 minutes
4: Yeah it really did it just did not end um yeah it 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 wasn't boring it was I mean it I don't want to say it kept my attention necessarily um but not boring, but not interesting. Yeah,
3: it just it just moves on its own.
4: Yeah, this movie is an enigma. Like you can't really pinpoint any of it. It's just <laughs> it really, yeah, yeah. And it's not <laughs> bad
3: enough to be you know, like for you to look at it and be like, oh yeah, that's bad. I can see it right yeah. there. It's, it's like, not
4: you terrible, but no. it's, it's not, not a, great. Yeah, it's, not it's not a, a weird it's, yeah, middle it's point. Not my least favorite thing we've watched on the show. It's yeah. not yeah. the it's not it's terrible. It's just. All right, I've seen it. Move on, like, you know. Yeah, good. yeah, I have to, I have to give this movie a giant werewolf middle finger to itself. A single. Yeah, finger. <laughs> yeah. <A> giant werewolf <laughs> yeah. finger. I'm drunk. A so. Judy Greer finger. <laughs> yeah,
3: Judy yeah
4: Greer, finger. I, Judy I Greer, We didn't mention Judy Greer at all. Who does oh, we love
1: didn't. Judy Greer? Yeah. Too bad she had to do this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I can't recommend it. Michaela? So I. Uh, <laughs> Unlike Sean, I love werewolf movies. I collect them. My oh. my horror movies at home are separated by subgenre, and there is a horror. There is wo- a, a werewolf, werewolf movies. There there is, and uh, I bought this movie when it like Hollywood Video was going out of business, and they had like twenty copies of it. And I was like, sure. I'll take it. Yeah. Hey, you know? Um. In addition to like twenty other movies, I bought at the same time. That's you can tell. But look, look, you can see the thing on the side there from yeah. Hollywood Video. Um. <laughs> but, uh, this movie. I don't watch it because it's a great werewolf movie. I watch it because it's a nice time capsule. Like, yeah. it, uh, it's, you know, it's, I love Dawson's Creek growing up. So like, you know, seeing Pacey Witter post Dawson's Creek yeah. and then, you know, you is definitely
4: a guilty pleasure. Oh
1: yeah. Movie. Like this, I watch this more for like, if, okay, if you recast this movie with no one famous, I'm not going to watch this movie. No. You know, yeah, like no. you know what I'm saying, I watch this because it's Christina Ricci, Jesse Eisenberg, Joshua Jackson, Shane Elizabeth, Judy Greer. Lance Bass, Nick Offerman, yeah. um, you know, Maya. fucking Maya. <laughs> uh, again, so Maya. Maya? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's right. why, and like, just the time capsule that this movie is, even though, at the same time, like, it's weird because this movie came out in 2005, but it feels so much older than yes, that so you know it old. feels so much older it's not a good werewolf movie it's not the worst werewolf movie I own in my subgenre collection that that title goes to Skinwalkers that is an absolutely terrible werewolf oh, movie is uh, it bad. bad? it's very oh, bad don't goodness. ever watch it it is not a werewolf movie <laughs> it's it's worse, yeah. Yeah. Was bad. Skinwalkers is very bad um, I yeah I watched this movie because of who's in it not because of what it is yeah. uh, it, it's 70% teen movie 30% werewolf movie Um, I would really, if I can time travel, I would go back in time and kill the Weinsteins and, you know, let this movie be exactly what it should have been from the get go. I, yeah, like I said, in my Noah's Ark of Werewolf movies, this is not going to make it on. Um, but if you're someone like me who would love to see Lance Bass make a cameo in a werewolf movie or like to see Shannon Elizabeth in the first 10 minutes or, you know, Joshua Jackson be a bad guy. Because you don't get to see him do that very often. That's very true. Watch Cursed. But other than that, if you're expecting a great werewolf movie, don't watch this. To, if you're expecting fair, a
3: good werewolf movie, don't watch
1: this. To be fair, yeah.
4: though, does anyone watch Shannon Elizabeth when she doesn't show her boobs? Yeah, that's a good point. All right, then.
0: She was okay in the Night of the Demons remake. Throwback to last week! Oh,
1: shit. <laughs> I will say I've met two people that were starring in this movie. I've met Milo Ventimiglia and Shannon Elizabeth. Both at separate conventions. Completely polarizing experiences meeting them both. Ooh. I will not elaborate because I don't want to shame anyone on the podcast. We'll talk about it off mic. But um,
3: shame them. This way, maybe they'll. Uh, they'll Milo a
1: Ventimiglia was a, f- was a total gentleman. Shannon Elizabeth was a different experience. Not a total gentleman. <laughs> <Shannon Elizabeth. laughs> I will just say and we'll Shannon, it Shannon Elizabeth does not need to do conventions, and that is very clear. Um, but i I would say if if the cast list attracts you, watch it with low expectations. If not, don't bother watching it. Um oh. super, super minute detail I noticed. Did you get? okay, so the painting on the wall in their house with the two the two deer that's yeah. like right above the picture right frame. By the picture okay, frame, yeah. Maybe I'm reading way too much into this, but did any guys ever see Denny Villeneuve's prisoners? Yeah, yeah, you remember the painting on the two deer in the field? Is that yeah. the same painting?
2: Uh, I don't remember that's hanging on the wall I didn't see the one in okay. this movie
1: but like in, in Prisoners like they zoom in on it a bunch at the beginning and then like it's in the hallway a lot in Hugh Jackman's house mm-hmm. in Prisoners I I think listeners tell me if I'm wrong I think it's the same painting
3: we'll, we'll plug think. this movie back in and yeah. it's the only yeah, yeah. reason we're plugging this movie yeah. back in <laughs> I we'll think it might be the it.
1: same painting I think, but yeah. I don't know for yeah. sure Prisoners uh, is a good movie it's fantastic you movie go. So, yeah. definitely <laughs> go watch yeah. Prisoners Leave
3: on a happy note Prisoners is a good movie Prisoners is
1: fantastic it's a really good movie watch <laughs> Cursed for the cast, it's not, because it's a great werewolf movie. That's all I have to say about
0: it. And, well, I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, maybe we, I asked you this before, mm-hmm. maybe last week off. Mike, you have a werewolf section. Mm-hmm. You got any uh, Paul Naschy movies in there? Paul Naschy, the great maybe. Spanish uh, actor. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know about that, but he played a character called Valdemar Daninsky in 13 movies where he was a werewolf. Wolf I might. Man type. Jesus.
1: I don't know. I might.
0: The only reason I ask is because that's like a lame segue into my pick for next oh. week. Go
2: for it. <laughs> <laughs> Which let's hear it. is, hear is setting
3: it. himself up.
1: Yep. <laughs> it is not Knock a it Paul Nashie Oh, movie. my God. Knock it down.
0: But it's not a Paul Nashie movie. It's a Spanish movie, where his native country, Spanish-Portuguese movie. We're going way back, 1972. Ooh. We're going to take a look at uh, a movie called... The Tombs of the Blind Dead, about blind, back-from-the-dead skeletal Templar Knights. Oh, they can only hunt by hearing? Templar Knights? Yeah. Might be interesting. What do they hunt?
4: I have so many questions.
0: For blood. Next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show, so that's your homework assignment. Watch that movie before we uh, talk about it. And until then, ladies and germs, we thank you for sticking with us. And the basement is going dark.